Good morning, it's Iowimala, and it's Tuesday, August the 18th. Tomorrow is my mother's 96th birthday, and it's just, isn't that remarkable? And I never dreamed that she would still be alive at 96, and I'm so glad that she is, and, uh, and doing well. She's in Tennessee, so I don't get to see her very often, especially right now. They're still uh, where she's living near my brother, but in an assisted living, they still are under just a complete lockdown. And uh, she's doing well. She's handling it well. So uh, I could remember today because I never forget her birthday. So how are you doing? How is your family doing? How are you dealing with the continuation of uh, whatever this experience has been for you? Does it feel like Groundhog Day? And by that I mean, are you perfecting, are you using all of this uh, different, different world we're in right now? Are you using it to perfect yourself and purify your mind and just see see the basic good goodness of your own true nature and exploring that and getting to know yourself better? Are you seeing joy and happiness in your life? Because remember all of those feelings that we have, they're essentially coming from within us. So they don't need to be dependent on what's going on in the world around us. We can, we always need to explore our emotions honestly. So if we feel stressed out or angry or depressed or sad, we need to look at that and we need to allow those emotions to arise and pass away. But when we're working with ourselves, we also need to find within us the joy and happiness and peace and work to encourage that and to uh, develop it more. Find those little kernels of hope and confidence and the opposite of doubt and nurture those and encourage those. And then if we have feelings of a lack of self-worth or uh, feelings of uh, fear, anxiety. You know, those are the ones that we want, we need to deal with them, never repress them, but don't encourage them, don't feed them. And we want to feed the moments of joy and true happiness and true kindness and compassion those are the feelings that we want to feed. And we want those other fearful, negative, difficult thoughts and emotions. We, we don't want to encourage them. So we've got to find balance. We don't want to repress them because they'll just keep coming up and up in damaging ways. But we don't need to feed them. So uh, feed the things that are good and wholesome and skillful and don't feed just like we don't feed our thoughts when we're in meditation and we're sitting 
we are not feeding our thoughts. We're not feeding those distracting thoughts that keep coming into our mind. We're just allowing them to arise and pass, pass away. And we want to become more that way about those negative emotions because feeding them will encourage them to grow and not allow those good, those good feelings, those good moments to come in and to, to, uh, for us to feel that they're there within us. And, all, and what we need to do is just encourage them more. Let me read uh, my wish. I think that's always, this is always how we can begin our days and remember that it's our nature to be compassionate beings because our true nature realizes how connected we are to all other living beings. We're all on this journey kind of traveling through the same, uh, this kind of endless cycle of life and we're all trying to uh, work our way through it and get to a place where we're able to let go of a lot of the attachments and the cravings that we have. And so we need to, we need to see that connection with all living beings and I think that can bring us a lot of the joy and the meaning that we'd like to have in our lives. <clears throat> so let's together begin with this. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Well, I've got it all memorized, but I keep putting my glasses on just by uh, habit. So, let that be the good intentions for your day to remember to be compassionate to all living beings and we just we can keep going i i think a lot of us have reached and i i include myself kind of a plateau uh, a lot of the classes that i was taking as a student are on kind of a break they might start up again in september our art and meditation group is starting up again in September, and this time we're the last group Erin uh, Dank and I did. She's an art therapist and on our board, and uh, we began this as a Saturday afternoon. She began it and had asked me to to join to do a meditation, and it was art and meditation. So now it's become uh, art and the suttas, and we we did an online practice class we had our guinea pigs and uh, had a wonderful group and so now we're opening it to the public so it's on uh, it's in the schedule and you can go to Facebook or uh, if you get the email blast it'll be on there so but we're taking a break so we were doing it pretty intensively we had two two sessions a week with our with with our uh, 
test group and we did it for six weeks and now we're taking a break. And I was surprised that I had two evenings of the week that were uh, not filled with a class. And you no know, one that was just one night a week. I guess it felt like more, but it, it's uh, that's left kind of a hole in my schedule and I keep thinking I'm forgetting something. But that break, that made me realize how how good it was to have that break because I had started filling up my Zoom schedule probably with more than more than I really needed to have. But I've enjoyed taking classes and being a student and also having the opportunity to teach classes. So this is a little bit of a, this is like a summer break and uh, there's a lot coming up, but, but I think it's, it's a good thing for us to take these occasional breaks and then recalibrate what we want to be doing because I think things are going to be using Zoom and online uh, programs for quite a while to come. And I'm trying to just get used to it as, a, as the way life is going to be for, for the time being. Uh, so, I'm sure all of you are doing the same. So we have to keep going. Don't become, don't become impatient. Remember, that's one of the ten perfections, is working on patience and perfecting it. And forbearance, I love that word as a synonym for patience because it, it has more meaning for me. So we can deal with things. We, are, we need to be able to take that dispassionate uh, backward step and be able to see that things don't get resolved on our timetable. The world isn't following our definition of, I've had enough, so let's, let's, uh, let's go back to the way things used to be. And learning patience is such an incredible gift for us to learn that valuable, that's such a valuable skill because it can allow us to be more forgiving of people, to, to be able to see that uh, sometimes we become angry with someone just because we're impatient because we aren't allowing someone the time to get something or uh, it goes to everything from we're too impatient with wanting people to do things for us around the house and then other times we become too impatient for people to to completely change uh, maybe a lifetime habit they've had and they're wanting to change it but it takes longer than we think it should take and sometimes if we're the one wanting to change, we give up because we're impatient with how long it takes for us to change a habit. So it patience ties back into almost everything we do, I think. No need to rush. No need to be caught up in your own internal timetable when you're looking at an issue outside of yourself. So keep going, keep finding things to learn every single day. And it might be just learning, uh, learning more about the habits of the critters that you're taking care of or watching or feeding like I'm doing outside. Uh, just 
enjoying learning more about them and seeing if I can distinguish specific squirrels one from another. And I thought I had a lot of male squirrels and then one day realized, no, they were all female because they're either pregnant or nursing baby squirrels. <laughs> so little, little, uh, little learnings like that are little Dhamma lessons for me. And, and then I have friends who come over and we sit on my patio together and usually we're just watching to see if the wild turkey will come by or what the chipmunks and the squirrels are doing and uh, what, the, how, how, what kind of birds are singing. So uh, that's, that's kind of the, the ideal afternoon or morning at, at my place. But they're also, it's also full of Dhamma lessons. It's not a waste of time. It's slowing down and really seeing what's around us, how the Dhamma is everywhere. So let's sit with the time we have left. We have about 15 minutes and let's do some mindfulness of the body practice. Because I know our bodies are somehow being punished uh, mine is from sitting at the computer too much, you know, I'm kind of punishing it and not getting enough uh, exercise and stretching. So yesterday I was able to take a walk with a good good friend and, and her dog, who was a good friend to both my dogs. And we walked around in the neighborhood and we saw two or three other good good friends in the neighborhood with dogs and we were able to greet each other after maybe months of not really timing our walks together. So that was wonderful and that was made me appreciate, okay, getting out and moving and doing some kind of uh, outdoor activity more often is not just good for my body, but it's really good to, it's really good for my spirit to see, to see neighbors and see that their families are fine and they're doing well and um, get to pet the more the more I can pet some dogs the better I feel so it's it's really helping me learn that the simplest things are sometimes the most important things that we can be paying attention to so you're in your spot close your eyes if you can and just be present in your body Sometimes a few deep breaths in and out before you settle into your just natural breath can be very helpful to bring you back, to let you feel grounded, let you feel present in your body. That's what being grounded is. Um, we're not scattered and that means our thoughts are not scattered everywhere. So let all of your thoughts Just don't push them away, don't repress them, but let them come and go, but let your attention move away from your thoughts. That's how we become grounded and centered. Let, those, let your attention move away from your thoughts and let it rest on your breath. Now we've all been putting our hands on our bellies to, as we watch our body breathe and feeling the rise and fall of our bellies as we're allowing 
more oxygen to come in and go down into our lungs and not just be breathing a shallow breath. So let your, hopefully your natural breath has just come that over time with us practicing this. So we're being aware of our body doing the breathing. And if you haven't trained your body to breathe with that, bringing in the oxygen down into your lungs, moving down deeper into your, towards your diaphragm, then we can gently encourage our body to do that. Then let your thoughts, let your attention move away from your thoughts. And now you can focus your attention on your breath as you feel it in your belly, rise and fall. Or you can focus your attention, I like to think of it as a little butterfly perched on the tip of your nose. And you're watching feeling the sensations of your breath as you breathe in through your nose and when you exhale out through your nose and choose one of those places each time you sit to meditate or being on your back or being on a cushion pick one spot and stay there And you're allowing those thoughts to be moving through your mind. But you're not feeding them with your attention. Your attention is on your breath. Each inhale and each exhale. can help to count your breath. Inhale one, exhale one. Inhale two, exhale two. And count up to five. Five breaths, one inhale, one exhale for each breath. And at five, start over again. Keeping your attention on, the, on your body breathing. Your awareness is on that breath, not on making yourself breathe. can gently guide you through mindfulness of your body so you're still watching your breath but just be moving through your body as I speak 
See if you can let your focus be very lightly on your breath and staying with the guidance through your body. And don't let my words cause you to become distracted. If you can, focus on the parts of your body as we're moving through. And if you do get distracted, just come back to your breath. And then settle down and then come back to my voice. Let's begin at the top of our heads. And as we move through, just be aware of your physical body, outside and inside. Be aware, as I mentioned, a part of your body. Let your awareness go to that part. And feel like you're scanning, you're scanning your body and you can see all the way through it. Start at the top of your head and move down through your skull. And be aware if you can even feel your skull hair is growing out of it? Is it relaxed or is it tight? Do you feel tightness? And maybe if you have a headache or you're tired, you may have tension and you can feel it in your scalp. If you do have that tension, Allow yourself to relax. Move down into your forehead, the front of your face. Notice if your forehead feels furrowed, if you feel like you're holding it tightly. Let it relax. Be aware of your eyes. And sometimes it's around our eyes where we feel a headache or in our temples. So move around that band. It includes your eyes and your temples and the back of your head. Just relax. down through your cheeks and then into your jaw area and around your mouth our jaw can hold so much tension and often during our sleep that's where we begin to release that tension and that's when we're grinding our teeth. So when you meditate, let your jaw drop down just a little bit from your top teeth. Let the lower jaw just drop down just enough so your teeth aren't touching.
Now move down into your neck, the back of your neck, so from the base of your head, down into your neck, and the front of your neck. Be aware if your head feels nicely balanced on top of your neck, and then does your neck feel balanced on the top of your shoulders. Maybe you feel it being twisted one way or the other. And just see if you can kind of move it into this right spot where you feel well aligned. One vertebra on top of the other. And then lifting up your spine so you can feel space in between each vertebra. And move into your upper shoulders. Do they feel balanced with each other? If you're tense or anxious and you're not aware of it, you may notice that your shoulders are, have been moving up with each breath. They move up closer to your ears. And with your next inhale, exhale, let your shoulders drop. Sometimes with each exhale, we need to work on letting our shoulders drop. That can feel really good for the rest of your body. Now move into your upper arms. So be aware how they feel, how your skin feels, how the air feels on your skin. And if you feel any tightness or soreness in your muscles. Just an awareness from the outside to the inside. Move into your elbows. Then into your lower arms. To your wrist and as you move into your hands and your fingers let your hands relax let your palms open now move back to your upper torso be aware of your breathing because you're moving through your lungs and as your body breathing into your the bottom of your lungs pushing on your diaphragm allowing your belly to move to expand out and contract in on the inhale on the I'm sorry expand out on the inhale and contract in 
on the exhale. Feel that from your upper body down to your abdomen. It calms us. It helps us get rid of fear and anxiety. Feel your gut. Now you may already have come across your favorite, the favorite parts your body likes to store tension or stress in. Maybe in your head, if you have headaches, maybe in your upper chest if there's fear and stress and a lot of anxiety, maybe in your stomach, maybe all of your feelings go to your stomach, lots of disturbances there. And be, you may need to welcome them, like say, okay, I've, I know you're, I know you're where my stress my anxiety, my fear, my worry. I know this is where you hang out. And that's okay right now. I'm just paying attention to you. I'm not trying to frighten you away or scare you, but I'm just seeing, oh, there you are. There you are, you're part of me. We're gonna work to make things get better for both of us. And move down into your hips. And then your hip bones connecting to the upper leg bones. Where a lot of us feel that we're out of aligned or there's pain there. Sometimes just because we're not moving enough and other times because we have issues and surgery that we've dealt with. So we have to accept some of those things. It's never too late to start moving, but we have to be aware of those physical limitations, whether they're permanent or temporary. Just realize those parts of our body need to be nourished. Even if they're completely immobile, we still need to connect to that part of our body, to be aware of it, to take the best care of it we can. Same as we go into our knees, As we get older, they're not so bendy. Now go down into your lower legs, your shins and your calves. Same thing, welcome your contact with your body. Just be aware 
be aware of this is where you hold pain. Might be where you feel the strongest. But just be aware of your physical body. From your skin all the way into the center of those bones. Go into your ankle, ankles. And down into your feet. Wiggle your toes. Just imagine all those bones just from our ankles all the way through our toes. How many bones are there? How, I'm, I'm assuming that means our feet are very important. Come back to your mind, back to your thoughts, and let's say my wish one more time to end the meditation. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross. sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So thank you everyone. I'll see you Thursday and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.